our Bibles to Philippians chapter number 2. Uh, we won't be in chapter number 1. doesn't mean I won't uh, mention uh, anything from there, but we are going to be uh, in chapter number 2. Uh, and I want to uh, focus on this passage of Scripture. I'd mention uh, part of it. Uh, in recent weeks, uh, and uh, so I did want to uh, take a look at it this evening. So we'll begin in verse number one of chapter number two, and I promise not to be long tonight, uh, and because uh, I've got some rice peel off to eat uh, in just a little bit. All right, uh, let's all stand together and uh, stretch our legs, but also in respect for God's word. We'll read, uh, begin reading in verse number one and down to verse number three. The Bible says, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, If any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of mercy. It's a four-point message right there for another day. It says, verse 2, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, uh, of one mind. That reminds us of what we read uh, up there in verse number 27. Then notice verse 3. says, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other, better than themselves. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless us tonight as we read and study your word. Uh, speak to our hearts, please, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Uh, as uh, um, Paul, talking to the church at Philippi, uh, saying that he's praying for them, uh, his desire was that they be unified uh, for the faith of the gospel. And I mentioned this morning that um, we have to, we have to um, stand and contend for the faith. Uh, it's not just the gospel of Christ, the faith of the gospel. It speaks of uh, our faith uh, in, in, in its entirety. Uh, so there's much involved with that. I think we oversimplify uh, things uh, when it comes to uh, the Bible uh, in some respects. Uh, it isn't just about the gospel. We need to be gospel-centered, Christ-centered. Uh, we need to preach the gospel to every creature, but there's more involved than just proclaiming uh, that message. It's not just the gospel uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's faith uh, of the gospel, uh, and there is also, uh, as it's set up in verse number 27, uh, the gospel of Christ. Uh, just like there's differences between the family of God, the household of faith, uh, the body of Christ, the local church, uh, it's important that we draw distinctions between all of them because they're not all the same. So Paul, as he's talking to them, uh, praying for them that they'd, be, that they'd love each other, uh, there was, uh, it was a church that was a model church in many respects, uh, yet uh, even a church uh, at its best can always be better. Uh, and so he's praying for them. Uh, he let them know that, uh, that they were on his heart, his mind, uh, and, uh, and that in a jail cell, uh, he is praying uh, for them. But then he gets into uh, chapter number two. Uh, and again, chapter number two follows chapter number what? One. It's not a loaded question. Uh, but uh, he's laid out the case and he's told them uh, that they're going to suffer uh, for Christ's sake, uh, having the same conflict uh, in themselves that Paul had. He's trying to calm them, uh, to reassure them uh, that he is okay. Uh, and that what he has, that's going, whatever's going on with him has fallen out for the gospel of Christ uh, and, uh, and let them know, uh, of course, to pray for him, uh, but that he is okay. Uh, but uh, there in the church uh, was some uh, issues and some problems uh, between uh, a couple of ladies in particular, uh, and uh, he addresses that uh, in a little bit later on uh, in uh, chapter number four. Uh, but he says this about their behavior in the local church. Also, um, this is a church letter written by Paul under inspiration of God. The direct context, uh, historical context, is him right from jail, 
uh, to that group of Christians in Philippi who were suffering great persecution, as we mentioned this morning, uh, and, uh, and he's dealing specifically with them. Uh, his, it, he, they were dear to him. Uh, and uh, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. We read this and we make application to ourselves as Christians. We also need to make sure and understand that when we do that, uh, that the application outside of its original context is an application that we make within the local church. All right? Because we say a little bit later, or we'll see a little bit later, uh, some more instructions that he gives them uh, particularly, uh, and it's, uh, it's together with, uh, with what he says at the beginning of this chapter and what he says about halfway through, and it's also understanding and knowing what we read about in chapter number 4, uh, where he addresses uh, the disunity uh, that was in that local body um, between those two ladies, whatever, whatever it was. Um, I'm sure it had to do uh, with you know, stuff ladies fight about now, I don't know. Uh, and, uh, but they were upset with each other, uh, and Paul uh, calls them out uh, in this letter, uh, and a little bit embarrassing, uh, in, you know, if you can imagine being there at that time. But he says this, Verse 3, let nothing uh, be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Now, um, speaking of context, at that time, uh, like here we have uh, the um, lowliness of mind is what we read here, uh, because the word humility uh, in that time, in that culture, in that Roman province, uh, was, uh, was something that they really didn't address it that way. It almost uh, it had this kind of connotation uh, as to a master-slave uh, relationship. Uh, and, uh, and so we find the word lowliness of mind versus humility. But I want to say, um, or ask this question, when was the last time uh, your humility <laughs> got you in trouble? Um, it probably never has. Uh, the Bible says that only by pride comes contention. Um, we just if if we if we take this verse and don't learn anything else from it, that if we can have humility in our local church body, uh, then people aren't going to be offended, uh, and uh, people are not going to have uh, difficulties with one another. When they do, um, we take to heart uh, these verses, uh, and sometimes the best thing to say is nothing at all, uh, and we can move forward. We can love each other. We can defer uh, our own. Um, uh, whether it's fronting, whether it's confronting someone, uh, but we're to esteem others better than themselves. So nothing to be done with strife. Um, or if you think of it this way, uh, with uh, vainglory um, as conceit, uh, there's no striving and it's nothing. There's no, there's no competition. Uh, there's no uh, falsehood and conceit or vainglory uh, working to serve God, which should be our goal. Uh, but, uh, but behind all of that uh, is an ulterior motive uh, that doesn't become the gospel of Christ. Remember, uh, chapter 2 comes after chapter number 1, and he's telling them uh, that their conversation needs to be as becoming the gospel. It is unbecoming the gospel of Christ uh, for there to be strife and vainglory and pride in the local, in the local church body. Uh, and, uh, and so it says, let Everything, let nothing be done, not everything, let nothing be done. That means everything that we do uh, shouldn't contain these things. And then uh, he says, in loneliness of mind, let each uh, esteem other better th than themselves. So let's look at that for just a second. Uh, that means when, uh, when 
somebody's in your parking spot. Um, you say, you, you see them, and instead of having road rage or whatever, or um, uh, I, I was just recently, oh, we were at a church down in, in, uh, uh, in Bend, and when you go to visiting church, you don't know where everybody sits or whatever. So we got there early, and, and I, I put up my Bible and uh, Amy's stuff. We just kind of got this spot. And then uh, it came, uh, I turned around right before the service, and there was a guy sitting right there, like right where my Bible was, like he had moved it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so, um, you know, I'm kind of putting it uh, in a bind, like, this probably happens a lot of times in church services because I don't have a, I mean, my seat's up here. Uh, and uh, so nobody's usually in that one. I don't have to kick anybody out. And so I went over there and, and I says, oh, I said, you can sit with us. <laughs> uh, and uh, he goes, oh, great. Were you sitting here? I'm like, yeah, this is our stuff, our Bible. And, and so I like to be on the edge of that, you know, and have like escape routes and uh, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, but, um, you know, what I have to do, what he has to do, or somebody's in your parking lot is you go, you know what? They're better than me. Um, they deserve that spot. Uh, we esteem others better than ourselves. Uh, when, when somebody gets that last piece of uh, whatever in the church potluck, uh, you go, you know what, they deserve that. Um, uh, they're, they're better than me. You esteem everyone. And it's not just those who you naturally would esteem or uh, that you would respect, maybe uh, people who are in authority or uh, it's, it's everybody. Um, you know, do you well? Uh, when somebody uh, comes in, we had somebody the other day uh, had come by and, uh, and uh, they had a brand new vehicle. Uh, it didn't even have uh, a license plate on it uh, with a car, but they're they trying to get gas. They wanted gas uh, for their vehicle. And they come in and, uh, and uh, one of the ladies gave them uh, a soda uh, while, while they were waiting. Uh, and um, we didn't have any gas cards or whatever. And I'd recognized him from, from around. And I'm like, well, sorry, we don't have any gas cards today. And, and, uh, and kind of walked him out or whatever. And uh, then he, um, he, his empty soda can, he just threw it out <laughs> uh, in the parking lot to, to spite us. And, uh, and in that moment, you know, I'm thinking to myself naturally, like, he's got a brand new vehicle. Uh, if they can afford a brand new vehicle, they can afford gas. Uh, and all these things go through your mind, but you know, where that's kind of what we do as a human being, but we need to fight that default and go back and go, you know what? Um, um, he's better than me. Are you following me? I esteem others better. Now, again, the direct application is what we do in the local church to esteem others better than themselves. You know, it's hard to do that if you think you're better than everybody else. Um, if you think you're better than everybody else, you're going to really struggle uh, with obeying verse number three. Um, and uh, deep down inside, in fact, God says as we love other people, we're supposed to love the people as ourselves. Because, you know, I love me. Uh, you love you. The Bible says no man hateth his own flesh. Uh, we, we love ourselves, and I'm supposed to love you uh, like I love myself. Uh, you're supposed to love me like you love yourself. Uh, and, uh, and you won't do that uh, if, uh, if you are filled with pride and think that you're better than everyone. So uh, God uh, tells us much about uh, lowliness of mind and humility, meekness, uh, the virtues that God wants us to put on. Uh, as we put on Christ, uh, we should be dead to self, alive to Christ, uh, but also uh, realizing that we're, uh, we're set uh, and left here uh, to serve one another, to minister one to another, uh, and to do that. Now, um, I think God understands the people he's created, 
and knows that we have a sinfulness and a pride that's deep-rooted. Uh, and uh, when we read chapter number or verse number three, and God says, let nothing be done in strife or in vainglory. Uh, let uh, lowness of mind be the uh, virtue that kind of comes to the forefront. Um, he knew uh, that we were going to struggle with that. So he gives us the greatest example in the next verses. Let's read on. It says, let not every man, or excuse me, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And let me, let me say that. That doesn't mean that you're a busybody, uh, you know, you're poking, uh, you know, your finger and everything, getting everybody's business. There is a part of, of Christianity from a pastor to a church member uh, to church members to other church members. We're supposed to provoke one another unto love and good works. Uh, this is basically stating that we're not supposed to be selfish and always concerned about um, uh, our own things and our own stuff, but every man also in the things of others. Um, you should be more concerned at the church potluck uh, that the guests uh, get what they need than you get what you need. Um, and let me say this as well. When there are guests, whether it's guest preacher or uh, maybe they're, they're visiting family uh, that are here for those types of events, do the best you can. Uh, in fact, here's, here's the way you get to cut to the front of the line. You take them to the front. And so you say, just come with me, uh, and uh, you're our guest, and you get up there with them and maybe sit with them uh, at lunch, uh, and, uh, and don't worry about uh, yourself. We had a couple of memorials here this week, uh, and as everybody, and by the way, thank you to everyone who brought stuff for those. Uh, it was a very busy week. Uh, and that doesn't, I mean, God blessed that, and people were saved, uh, and, uh, and much was said about the hospitality of the church and uh, the gratitude expressed. I want to express that to you if you helped us uh, in that way. Uh, but um, you never know, you know, who's going to be here, who's going to show up, is there going to be enough? We did have plenty, uh, especially the second one. We had so many desserts uh, and, uh, and stuff. I think they're probably, some were probably eating some of it today uh, as well. Uh, but, but we always make sure that all of the guests go through and they, and they might come back even for some more seconds before we kind of like give the green light uh, for the church members to go in there. Um, they, that's hospitality. That's selflessness instead of selfishness. Selfishness is, you know, you, you know uh, when you, somebody says take one and you take three. Uh, and uh, because we're somehow, somehow we're, Word we're going to starve to death, <laughs> uh, and it's just not uh, it's just not the case. Uh, so look not every man on your own things, but every man also on the things of others. Then he says, "Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus." Because he's talking about lowliness of mind, humility, um, that things are done uh, for this in the service of God uh, for the right reasons, uh, knowing that we're going to struggle. Uh, in our sinful flesh, to have humility and lowliness of mind. Uh, he says this about Christ. Uh, he says, Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of the servant and was made in the likeness of men. So we know, we've been preaching about, of course, through Christmas, the incarnation of, of, the, God, of God, the God-man, Jesus Christ, uh, God incarnate, Jesus, uh, God uh, made a, a, as a man uh, himself uh, and thought it not robbery to be equal with God. And, he, took a, and he, became a, he became a servant. And when you look at the life of Christ, from everything from 
You know, he didn't have a place to lay his head, to uh, wash in people's feet, uh, to, um, you know, uh, all the things that he had done in his ministry, um, he took on the form of a servant. Uh, and by the way, all these verses, if I was to preach it maybe a different way, uh, are all um, attributes of a servant of God. Uh, this is how we ought to serve one another. Uh, and, um, and, and do it like Jesus did. If, if, if God, who created everything, uh, who, uh, if, if he can take on flesh and, and serve man, I can serve man. Um, I, can, I can be a servant, and we're all servants. We're all ministers uh, to that degree. Uh, and so we find the incarnation, the birth uh, of Christ made in the likeness of men, like man, but uh, without sin. It says, verse 8, And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself uh, and became obedient. And, uh, and now I, I want to contrast, just briefly for one second, um, the language that Paul uses in verse number 3, in lowliness of mind, uh, had with, because humility had more of a negative context in their culture, um, when he's describing Jesus himself, throws humble in uh, to kind of, in my opinion, um, drive the point home uh, that, uh, that he was a servant. Uh, and, uh, and even, um, uh, and it was kind of, you know, edgy <laughs> in one way uh, for him to describe uh, that. But it says, humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of of the cross. And so uh, we have the incarnation, the birth, the, the life of Christ made in the likeness of men. He lived a, a, a sinless life uh, as the God man. Uh, we find uh, him uh, going to the cross of Calvary, being obedient. He says, Not, not my will, but thy will uh, be done. Uh, in his humanity, he's praying, Father, let this cup pass from me. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but he went obedient to the cross, knowing full well. Uh, that he was to do his father's will. And of course, we can assume also uh, in the context of this, a brief summary, uh, we have the resurrection of Christ. As we preach the gospel, it's the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ. Verse 9, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name, which is above every name, uh, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, uh, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord uh, to the glory of God the Father. By the way, um, uh, there's going to be a time when even the most um, you know, vehement Bible scoffer um, is going to bow a knee uh, to King Jesus. Uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful for that. And there's even, um, I, I don't know when someone would commit the unpardonable sin or or blaspheme the Holy Spirit of God. I've been talking with people recently about that. I don't know when a person does that. I can, in the moment, um, maybe warn somebody who I think is crossing the line. Uh, I've told people, hey, you, you better be careful uh, about what you're saying. You're about to cross, about to cross a line uh, where there's no coming back from. And the Bible says that when you blaspheme the Holy Spirit of God, uh, there's no forgiveness in this world uh, or in the next. But I don't know when a person does that. So I'm going to give the gospel and I'm going to share the love of Christ with, with people who are even, uh, you know. Uh, now, um, you've all seen uh, one example. Uh, I remember seeing a sign 
uh, at uh, um, a pride parade uh, that said, uh, a, a guy was holding it, and it said, if Jesus comes back, we'll kill him again. And um, um, in instances like that, um, there's a part of me that's like, there's no coming back for that person. Uh, and um, so, um, but um, if they were somebody that I knew personally in my own life, um, until the day that they died, I would still try to reach them with the gospel uh, or give them scripture verses because you don't know. You're not God, I'm not God, uh, and, uh, and we want to, to make sure every tongue is going to confess, every knee is going to bow, uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful uh, that um, uh, we're in the practice of it now. Uh, in praising Him, speaking His name, sharing His name. There's no other name uh, given among men whereby uh, we must be saved. Verse number 12, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only. And he talked about that, whether it is there or if he's absent, uh, that, uh, that he would hear of their affairs. Uh, and again, um, there's context. Uh, these are all, it's all tied together. Uh, and always remember that when you're reading your Bible. Uh, and uh, because there's a phrase here that has confused a lot of people throughout the course of history. Uh, and uh, it says, verse number 12, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. All right? So a principle of, of biblical interpretation where the Bible is, uh, you know, um, uh, says one thing, it's not the law of first mention, uh, but when it's, you know, um, it implies something elsewhere where this is read, we know that we can't work for our salvation. Um, we're saved by grace through faith, not of ourselves, the gift of God. So he's telling the church at Philippi, these Christians, as he's telling them to let their conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. Let nothing be done in strife and vainglory. Oh, that seems hard to you. Let me tell you about Jesus, uh, who humbled himself, uh, and took on the form of a servant, uh, that he came and he died for you, uh, and uh, he left his throne in glory uh, and uh, was born uh, in a, a manger, uh, in inn, a stable. Um, it wasn't a great place, uh, however you cut it, uh, and was born to die. And so, um, ma'am, uh, sir, uh, church member at Philippi, you can do it. Uh, you, can, you can esteem others better than yourself if Jesus... God uh, can do it, you can do it. So, um, so he takes that question uh, or that concern away and he tells them to work out their own salvation with fear and trembling. It is, it's when we, when we live for the Lord, uh, we, we continue, uh, we grow in grace, we're sanctified, we're putting off, we're putting on, we're doing all these things, and we are, we are working, we're pressing, uh, as he says later, to, towards the prize. That's where he's, he says, I'm doing that. Paul later on goes, I'm, I'm not living like I've attained. I'm pressing forward towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. He's having, he say, Later, he says, you need to do that. And they're kind of like, uh, if, if you were sitting there, it's like, okay, we got to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Uh, later on in the context of Philippi uh, or Philippians, he says, I'm doing that very thing. Uh, and uh, I count everything but loss uh, for the excellency of Christ. And uh, unless we get uh, too high on ourselves, again, humility being a primary principle here, he says this in verse 13, for it is good, uh, for, excuse me, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his, uh, his good pleasure. 
uh, Paul uh, to the Church of Rome, uh, uh, churches at Rome. Uh, he, he did that whole kind of uh, things I want to do, I don't do them. Things I, you know, oh, I don't want to do, that's what I do. Uh, there's a battle between the flesh and the spirit, uh, and it's a struggle. Uh, if you walk in the, in the flesh, you'll, uh, you'll fulfill the lust of the flesh. If you walk in the spirit, the things of the spirit. Uh, and uh, and um, if anything that we do uh, for God that is good, um, God, uh, we, he willed it to us because we wouldn't even want to do it. Uh, and, uh, and so there was, um, well, I'll just use a recent example. So uh, one of the, um, there's been, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of times where I felt this particular way. Um, uh, so uh, I can't remember which day it was this week, uh, but I wasn't having it. I was just kind of like, you know, I'm tired, was fed up. Uh, we had a memorial that day. There's just all kinds of stuff that was going on. Uh, and it wasn't just what was going on here. There was a number of different things outside uh, of uh, what, was, uh, what was going on. And, and if, I, if I could have, I would have just called in that day and just said, you know what, somebody else do the memorial. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm staying home. That's just how I felt. Uh, and, uh, but here's what I've learned over the course of time. Um, often when I feel that way, um, deep in my mind, I know that God is going to do something. Um, there's been times where I'd, I've not wanted to go so winning and people have gotten saved. There's times where I, you know, I, I, I just don't want to do it. Even, even uh, Ms. Ms. Burris is in, is in the hospital this week. I, has anybody heard to, back from them today? Is she out? Does anybody know? <laughs> She's out? Okay. And uh, so she was having some GI issues and some heart issues and stuff, and so she had spent most of the week. I, I, so in the middle of all that, like, I'm, I'm on my way over here. I don't even want to come here today, uh, and just, I'm just in a, in a mood. And then, I, so like, well, I'm going to go over and, and, and visit uh, uh, Miss Burris. 25 minutes I rode through that parking deck to try to find a spot. And every time I go to find one, somebody's... Uh, would scooch in there like people were almost coming to fist fights uh, over parking spots uh, in and around that hospital. So after 25 minutes, I gave up. I just called Brother Burris. I'm like, I ran out of time. Uh, I'm heading to the church, and I'll maybe I'll, I'll check back later. And then I did. Ended up going back there a little bit later. Saying all that to say, um, um, a couple of people got saved during the memorial service. Um, and, um, and I know that I can't take the credit for any of the hospitality that was done that day, uh, all the good things that people said uh, about the church. And they're just so, like, uh, like, they had no idea how I was on the run-up to any of it. And, they're just like, and here's, here's what one guy said. He says, uh, you know, um, he's, he said, we're just so thankful. We just love this place. You could just feel the Holy Spirit here today. Uh, and, and just had just all these things to say. And I'm just looking at him thinking, if you only knew, <laughs> um, that it had nothing to do with my attitude uh, and my spirit about it at all. To will, um, it comes from God. Anytime we do right, it's, it's the grace of God and God doing it. Because, because if it wasn't for that, we'd pull the covers over our head on Sunday morning uh, and stay in bed. How many felt that way this morning? I did. Uh, I only snoozed twice uh, and, uh, and got up a uh, half hour later than normal, but it was just kind of just dragging out of bed. Uh, and uh, so God says, uh, Paul, Paul says under inspiration, uh, that for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do. The desire to do right 
or do something for God comes from God, and the ability to do it for God comes from God. There's no glory in it of, our, in, of ourselves. And, uh, and so he reminds them uh, that, of that point, and then he says this in verse number 14. He says, Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, and holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Remember Paul's concern all the time for the people that he had uh, led to Christ or the churches that he uh, had established uh, in his missionary, on his missionary journeys, always concerned that the, the, the grace of God was not bestowed upon them uh, in vain. He wanted to hear that they were faithful, that they were serving God. Uh, that brought joy uh, to him. He's writing from jail. He's heard of their affairs, uh, and, uh, and he wants to make sure uh, that they stand fast with one spirit and one mind, that they, uh, that they, they serve each other in a spirit of love uh, as, their, as their own selves, and nothing done in strife and vainglory. And he says, if Jesus could do it, you could do it. And, uh, and, and when you do do it, it's all God. Uh, and he says, don't do, let anything be done uh, in, uh, in murmurings. Uh, that would be, that has the sense uh, in the text of grumbling or like, um, you know, under your breath kind of uh, grumbling. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, hey, do the dishes. Uh, that's kind of, that's grumbling. Uh, that's murmuring. Uh, and uh, even you think of like a, what a heart murmur is. It's almost like it's like something that's there uh, that you don't really notice. Uh, and uh, and we're we're kind of that way. Uh, it's like hey um, hey everybody, if we could just quick after the service, if we can just grab a few tables from there and some over here, and we can get some stuff over there. Uh, and uh, and sometimes people like they're on it, but on the inside they're like ah, oh, I gotta get there's 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 grumbling on the inside uh, that is there. And then disputings would be something that would be more like debating or arguing. It's not just the, uh, you know, the grumbling, uh, but it's something that we outwardly uh, dispute and we outwardly debate. Now, um, remember the context, it's the local church. He's telling them uh, they need to stop grumbling and they need to stop debating. Uh, they need to be unified, one mind, one spirit, uh, and striving together for the, for the, uh, for the gospel. Uh, and uh, he gives them this example and he's telling them that because he wants them to be lights. Uh, in this, uh, this dark world, uh, crooked and perverse nation and holding forth uh, the gospel of Christ. Uh, and, uh, and then he says uh, here coming up that he's going to be sending uh, Timothy and, uh, and, uh, to them. Uh, and uh, we find uh, some things out about Epaphroditus uh, uh, a little bit later uh, in uh, uh, the book of uh, Philippians. Uh, but I'm saying all that tonight, and I'll be done, uh, is that... Um, uh, we need to, when we read the scriptures and we're trying to figure out how we're supposed to do church, um, someone today uh, on the way out asked me, they said, because um, I had made, met several mentions about the King James Bible, uh, and they said, you know, I, I read the King James Bible, uh, and then they had uh, today uh, uh, an ESV uh, Bible with them. And I know that people come here with different versions of the Bible, um, and, here's, and here's where I uh, draw a line. Uh, if you're going to teach a class, uh, et cetera, got to use King James Bible. All right. 
Uh, that's just the, all the stuff we order, everything. It's King James Bible, King James Bible. So even if somebody, if, they're used, if they use the ESV, uh, several years ago, uh, somebody had come up from uh, a church in the valley, uh, and, uh, and they, uh, when they came, they told me they used the, the NIV. And, uh, and I said, well, you know, uh, we use King James here. And they were here for a little bit, and, uh, and I wanted to put them in charge uh, of the, at that time uh, for the uh, senior saint stuff, the prime timers. And, uh, and I said, I want to put you in, but here's the caveat. Um, you have to use the King James Version in everything you do. And uh, I'm just going to trust that you use the King James uh, Version. Uh, and, uh, and then even if you, but even if you say... Um, I know pastor wants me to use the King James Version. I would prefer not to. I said, you'd be done. Um, you have to defer uh, to the position of our church, and then I will extend trust at a risk and let you teach the class or do whatever, but, you, but don't, don't bring the NIV and don't use the NIV. Use the King James. And I think that's a completely fair, inconsistent position, uh, which doesn't, you know, I'm not killing somebody or whatever for, uh, for not u- using the King James Bible. Uh, but um, but it's, it's vital uh, and it's important uh, to um, the unity of our church. And so I told the person today, uh, I said, well, um, when you come to church, you know we're going to be using the King James Bible. So just bring a King James Bible uh, and then you'll be able to follow along. And, uh, and I'd pointed out uh, a passage of scripture where it talks about um, Adam and Eve, and uh, and she'll look to um, uh, the needs of uh, of uh, of her husband. Uh, and where in the ESV it basically says it, it almost um, promotes the rebellion of the wife to the husband in the language in the ESV. And there's n- numerous numerous types of things like that. Change the words, you change the meaning. Uh, and uh, and so um, uh, lots I could say a lot about all of that. Uh, but I said, God wants things done decently and in order. And uh, so he, he, in fact, sent people, Paul, uh, t- people that work with him to set things in order uh, in those local churches. Paul's doing that from prison, the church at Philippi. Uh, and uh, and uh, he, um, uh, he had heard uh, that uh, there was trouble. And so he's just addressing that uh, and telling them uh, that they need, to, they need to serve each other. And if all of you at Philippi can just think of yourselves that everybody else is better than you, um, then this is going to serve you well. So I don't know um, how you would apply this tonight personally. Um, it could be that you've got a beef uh, with somebody else in the church. Um, you know what you ought to do? It doesn't even matter if, if they were you know, wrong and you were right. Uh, you just go up to them and say, you know what, um, you know, um, I'm sorry. And I don't, I don't want there to be conflict. Um, we always apologize. I'm sorry that you were dumb. Uh, okay, that's not apologizing, all right? Um, you, you're releasing it. You're just, it, it, it's not worth it. And it's that, just, for, just for, please forgive me, and I don't want there to be anything. Uh, and, uh, and so when you esteem someone better than yourself, it doesn't matter if you win. It doesn't matter if you were right. Um, and, uh, and just, you know, and, and you're doing that. Why? Because what's more important uh, is, uh, is the unity. God commendeth his love towards us in that while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. Even though we were at enmity with God, the enemies of Christ, he died for us. Um, you can love somebody who sits in your seat. You can love somebody who took too many pieces of pizza at the church potluck. 
all right? Your parking spot, doesn't matter what it is. Somebody didn't shake your hand, uh, and, and you're all kinds of offended. Uh, just don't, you know? Um, just like, um, if you think this way, you know what? I don't, de- I don't deserve for them to shake my hand. <laughs> They're better than me. Are you following me? I'm esteeming better than, so- I, just, I just would rather them be healthy and not get any of my germs. Uh, and, uh, and so good for them uh, for taking care of themselves. They need to. God loves them. They're better than me. And, uh, and when we do that, it seems kind of corny, um, but it'll help you to not get in conflict with other people. And uh, it helped the church at Philippi. I know it will help us. And you say, I can't do it, uh, Pastor. I can't behave that way. I can't, I just, there's some people, I just, I just, I don't love them. I can't stand them. Uh, and uh, there's nothing they can do uh, that, will, that will make me uh, to behave this way. Uh, there's going to be strife. There's going to be vainglory. Uh, I just can't. And uh, I said, but Jesus did. And, uh, and if Jesus can do it, you can do it. <clears throat> and I hope that you see that from this passage. Let's all stand <clears throat> with our heads bowed tonight. Again, I don't know. Uh, you can have open conflict with somebody. You could have uh, an ought that they don't even know about. Uh, you could uh, be um, uh, offended. Uh, you know, I said something on uh, Twitter earlier. I said that people who uh, that don't like second and third, um, you know, uh, degrees of separation uh, often get you know second and third party offended. And uh, and there's a lot of things that you can be upset about that have nothing to do with you, <laughs> uh, and uh, yet um, you just need to you just need to let that go. Uh, and confess it to God, uh, and, uh, and say, all right, I'm going to be a servant in the local church. Uh, if Christ served, I can serve. And maybe God's showed something to you tonight uh, that you need to serve Him more, and maybe serve it in a capacity, this or that. Uh, however God spoke to your heart, you just mind the Spirit this evening as the panel begins to play, and the invitation is open. But pray for one another. Pray for unity. Uh, and uh, pray that, uh, that God would continue uh, to bless, that God would uh, grow Uh, our church, whatever it is, God's spoken to your heart. Let's just pray for a couple minutes tonight.